uncomfortable now. My butt feels fine. <laughs> Start of episode. <laughs> oh, cliffhangers. That's like, that should be another word for dingleberries. <laughs> cliffhangers? <laughs> Welcome. We are the Ladies of Strange. I'm Ashley. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Rebecca. (laughs) Thank you for joining us each week as we discuss the history, mystery, and theory of all things questionable, odd, and gaseous. Yes. (laughs) Accurate. You gave me tonic. It's fine. I didn't. It's soda. It was orange flavored soda. It gave me bubbles. I did. Yeah, it was the bubbly. Because I'm too cheap. Hold up. You're drinking an energy drink beforehand. It's not carbonated. Then what is it? Why is it in a can? Okay, well, because what are we talking about? Because it's bank. Yeah. Some of them are carbonated. Just not all of them? Mm-mm. Like their coffee ones aren't carbonated. That was Tiffany, for the record. <laughs> we know it was weak. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> I'm just on a roll today. It's like an Let automatic just, like, mustang. Insult I all the people who talk to me. The throatal sphincter of a man. <laughs> Ooh, what? <laughs> you guys want to hear a story? <laughs> Absolutely, totally doodly. <laughs> All right, guys. Prepare yourself. Prepared. Get comfortable in your seat for total domination. Mm-hmm. Domination. Domination. I think of your son every time I hear the word domination because he's Dominic. And I'm like, oh. he's going to dominate <laughs> the world. Domination. Don't take that inappropriately. No. How can I not after the conversation we just Because that's had. my godson. That's my son. I realize that, but she said domination before godson. And now I'm yeah, just Yeah, and he's going to drive a... Tow, a tow truck a monster truck called the dominator and it's gonna be like a gator that's adorable yeah yeah i know adorable tm 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 all right girls let's let's get back on topic <laughs> sorry 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 sorry. what okay. are we talking about monster trucks we're gonna take a trip back in time close your eyes no come on i promise i'm not gonna put anything in your mouth close your eyes <laughs> that was oddly specific Okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Now think back to what you were like at the age of 12. Hmm. Do I have to? <laughs> We've come so far. Puberty. It's rough, man. It's hard. You have all these thoughts and emotions swirling around in your head. No one understands what you're going through. Your parents are super embarrassing. Your what? Sh- your parents. <laughs> <laughs> your parents. They're super embarrassing. They're this is supposed to be at 12? A puberty. Pubescent. Okay. okay. Close your eyes, woman. My eyes are closed. Other one. All right. So your parents <laughs> are super embarrassing and hypercritical of everything you do. Then you get like a small glance from that cute stranger. It's enough to make every fiber of your being cry out with love and ecstasy. You're on a roller coaster of pure chaos and terror and there's no end in sight. Huh? And then you grow a penis. Hmm. Am I a boy in that fantasy? Is there something you want to tell us, Stephanie? <laughs> did <laughs> this uh today we're gonna be learning about huevo doches, which translates what? roughly oh. to penis at twelve. Are you guys ready? Huevo doche isn't huevos eggs. So I've heard eggs, balls, everything like uh, that shape. That general shape. <laughs> the, again, I go to spheres Mexican. are hot. <laughs> spheres. Ooh, Ooh. Ooh. Ooh circles. 
All I can think of now is when I go to Mexican and they have huevos rancheros. There you go. All right, guys, you ready to learn about this? Hey, penis at twelve. Yes. So this is a really cool case, but let me just start by saying that gender is a spectrum. Okay. If anybody wants to fight me on that, I'm ready uh, for this topic. At though, Tiffany underscore. <laughs> yeah. So um, for this topic, though, I'm going to be using male and female and boy and girl in relation to anatomical sex for the most part. Okay. But we're going to be talking about with the chase. So okay. let's switch gears. And instead of going back in time, we're now going to take a geographic trip to Las Salinas. I probably pronounced that wrong, but it's okay because we're going there. <laughs> and she said it with flair, yes. so it's fine. It's like totally fine. It's totally fine. Puberty is tough. Okay, mm-hmm. so this is a remote village lying in the southwest of the Dominican Republic. Okay, let's go. Children in this region have a decent chance of being born with this condition, which is um, roughly, I say decent, but um, it's roughly 1%, which sounds small. But not when you think about it as one out of every 100 children. I mean, that is what 1% means. <laughs> You're sarcasm, woman. I'm not here for it. <laughs> Statics. <laughs> no, but I hear 1% and I'm like, that's such a small percent. But then I think about like my graduating class and we would have had like 20 people in my graduating class with this minimum. How are you so good with numbers? <laughs> Which keep- would have made you... Oh, dude, I, I would have gladly been away with Doches. Um, but, <laughs> oh, were you trying to ask what percentage you are? Yes. Oh. Not whether or not you've experienced this. No, um, I'm not going to tell you what percentage I was of my class because I honestly don't also, know. Also, not what I was asking. It was a math joke. Please continue. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I can be smart when I want to be, but not all the time. Okay, <laughs> so... Huevo Doches is officially known as 5-alpha reductus deficiency. Okay. I like Huevo Doches better. Right? Uh, it's a condition effect that affects male sexual development before birth and during puberty. So as a child develops in the womb, a genetic mutation prevents their bodies from converting the male hormone testosterone into a hormone called dihydrotestosterone or DHT. So DHT is the thing that's responsible for the development of the sex organs um, which means that the lack of DHT, no male organs develop properly. Is this external organs? Yes. Okay. So here's how we'll describe it. Imagine a pool floaty, an inner tube. Okay. Everybody's had an inner tube before, right? Yep. Donut. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Deflated a bit to where it's like malleable. <laughs> <laughs> malleable. And we're going to fold it in half like a taco. Okay. Now. You're going to... Oh, sorry. That's the cue to cut for you. Sorry. It's fine. Editing's fun with me. Anyway, <laughs> so now you're going to poke a pool noodle through the top until just a little bit's poking out. Can everybody see this visualization? In like, so like a clit. Yes, exactly. Uh, well, I have to describe it this way because not a lot of people know where it is. Or- <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. People who prefer female partners. <laughs> so... This is what we all have before our sex is assigned in the womb, which is about eight weeks. What? Yeah. Um, now, if you get an XX chromosome, the pool noodle becomes your clitoris and the pool floaty becomes your labia. No huge change takes place. If you get an XY chromosome, the pool noodle develops into a penis and the pool floaty kind of reshapes to form testicles. And that's where DHT comes in. It says, hey, we're XY. Form yourself. Form yourself. <laughs> oh my god! I don't, please, I suddenly want to and don't want to watch Tiffany teach sex ed. Oh my god, the Dude, hand symbols that I've got going on right now. I have great. pool floaties. 
I would bring props. It would be great. <laughs> there would be props. Yes. And not just dolls. Uh, that's like when I was in sex ed and they had the hula hoop and a marble and they were like, this is a condom hole. This is an STD. And I was like, mm, I don't think that's accurate. A hula Wait, hoop what? and a marble? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All I remember about sex ed is having it in like middle school and them talking about periods and me making a comment about how like I had had mine for however long and my friend at the time was like, <gasps> no, people are going to know that you got your period. Oh, I was like, uh, the only thing I'm sad about is that tits didn't come with it. So right? it's fine. No, I was the, girl the that only thing I remember. About I, sex ju- I just blocked it out. It's fine. I, I would imagine sex said would be a lot different coming from your parent. So. I was homeschooled. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if I'd be able to. Uh, right. 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 Yeah. Right, right. No, mine was taught by this really, um, awkward older man and he was kind of like one of those cut and dry teachers like this is what your textbook says don't ask me questions they didn't and separate I'll see you, later. you guys no we had to go girls had to go with a female teacher boys went with a male teacher ours was during health class and it was ah. like one period long <laughs> period um <laughs> but it was basically like here's everything you need Joke's to know on you you don't always know when it's over right <laughs> what sex are your period yes <laughs> <laughs> are you done yet <laughs> I mean, to no. Both. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Vodka. Anyway, pool floaties. Anyway, yeah, pool floaties. So when children with this condition are born, because they lack that DHT, their external genitalia either look female or in some cases they look ambiguous. So, um, like a Ken doll? Yeah, they look a like a Ken doll. So like the angels in Dogma? Yeah, exactly. Yes. So they're raised. How do they? Well, they've got. Sitting okay. down. When I say ambiguous, like they've got the urethra hole, like they can pee and such, but there's no like clear like Lips there's no yeah dangles exactly. There's no um vaginal hole. There are no dangles. There's nothing like poking out. It's. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys could see my gestures, but anyway, they're raised to believe they're female, and everyone else believes this too. Typically, around the time that they start to go through puberty, though. An increase in the levels of male sex hormones, the testosterone, leads to development of some secondary sex characteristics like increased muscle mass, deepening of the voice, development of pubic hair, and a growth spurt. This growth spurt also affects the penis and scrotum, so they grow larger. So at 12, when they hit this puberty, or I say 12, around 12, that's the typical puberty age, they hit this growth spurt and a penis and testicles grow. Why does that sound so uncomfortable to me? I mean, it's like when your boobs grow. I mean, you and I don't have much experience with that. No, but maybe that's why, because I don't have experience with anything growing. growing. <laughs> no, but like, I don't know. But I guess, and I guess I'm picturing it some like bad sci-fi movie where it's just this like morphing, like, like the alien scene where it's just like mm, exactly. out of the t- tummy. No, yeah, it's not like they wake up one morning and they're like, "Holy shit, what is that?" No, it's like a gradual thing. <laughs> Yeah, but they don't need DHT. So like when their body can't produce that hormone, but that's the only time it affects it is in the womb. So like testosterone hits for puberty and or increases. And like with other males, things start to grow. And since they didn't really have anything before, it starts to grow out into a penis and testicles. And they're like, what the hell? I thought I had a vagina. But unlike many males, people with 5-alpha reductus deficiency do not develop much facial or body hair. So you can like cut back on razors. So why did I get the facial and body hair? Right? <laughs> Is there something you're not telling us? I could I have, have PCOS. I could have saved a lot of money on tweezers. Right? 
So uh, uh, genetics are a cruel, cruel lottery, aren't they? Yeah. I got the facial hair, no boobs. I didn't get the penis to like be able to play with or anything. It sucks. <laughs> um, <laughs> so although this is common in their village, it's not always an easy transformation or transition when Felicita comes back to school as Johnny. Quote, they used to say, well, I was- yeah, you go from a cool name like Felicita to Johnny. Well, Johnny picked his own name, so I can't make fun of it, but maybe... Maybe Johnny could be a little cooler. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to make fun of it, but do better. (laughs) Nothing against the Johnnies out there listening, but, you know. They didn't pick their own name. And if you did, do better. Um, So, (laughs) quote, they used to say I was a devil, nasty things, bad words, and I had no choice but to fight them because they were crossing the line. Uh, You can hear Johnny's story, along with Carla, who at the age of seven is on the brink of changing into Carlos in the BBC documentary, Countdown to Life. At seven? The Extraordinary Making of You. Yeah. So just like with regular puberty, like there are people who are young. But that would be tough, right? I feel like at seven, that would be a lot to try and... Unlike middle school, where everybody is like super mean and... I just feel like at middle school, and especially if this is something common, like I feel like at middle school, you would kind of be able to understand it a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Middle school is just full of jerks, whereas if you're eight, seven or eight, you might not necessarily question it. Yeah, that's true. Although thinking back to my elementary school experience, seven and eight year olds are jerks too. Just saying. Well, yeah, kids well, are so. assholes. <laughs> Humans are jerks at all age, yeah. right? But um, do better. <laughs> do better. And Humans the, do better, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Johnny. Uh, so this BBC documentary was actually really cool, and it's um each episode focuses on something like unique that happens in the womb that affects your life later. So it's a docu series. Not a documentary. All right, Johnny, calm down. Really? You're going to be me right now? <laughs> I don't get very many opportunities to be, okay? Fair. Uh, but it came out in 2015, and it's really cool, and I highly recommend it. And it has to be legit, because it was done by the BBC. Of course. Right? I mean, they did have Top Gear, so. Dude, BBC had Doctor Who. And Sherlock. Yeah. Like, they they brought me my David Why Tennant fantasy. you me like you're expecting me to, you took Doctor Who and Top Gear. What am I supposed to contribute <laughs> to this? And great british baking show is that on is that BBC? bbc i don't know i don't know british people are cool yeah they are okay so pip, pip, cheater, you. <laughs> since this condition is inherited in an autosomal recessive pattern meaning both parents carry the gene it's not uncommon for Weva doches to have a family member with this so we were talking about carla transitioning into carlos he had a cousin who went through this so whenever he started to show signs of this it wasn't like super weird for him because he had seen this already. You said both parents have to carry the gene? Yes. But Is that the, something that they can test for? I would imagine. I mean, but you'd think they would. Well, no. I mean, I guess if they know that it is a whatever type of gene you just said, recessive? Recessive, yeah. yeah. She used then, bigger words than that, but yeah. Then they would have to know. Yeah. But like it doesn't. Uh, so since it is a recessive gene, it means that the dad doesn't have to like show signs of this condition. He just carries it. So like redheads. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Trying to keep me from having to think too hard on this. Um, <laughs> think about gingers. Think about gingers. <laughs> so uh, Carlos's cousin, Catherine, is a way of He chose not to change his name, but in his community, he assumed a male role in the village. So it happens. Sorry. Uh, so this condition is not to be confused with androgen insensitivity syndrome, which is basically where everything from the outside looks female 
like at puberty, you um, have breast enlargement, you have a vagina and all that jazz. But internally, everything is male. Testicles and all. You have internal test. I mean, I guess well, they, they have all to start drop off internal. From yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they so, never drop? Nope. At puberty, menstruation does not happen. And if they have like a physical examination, it could reveal like a shortened or blindly ending vagina. Like in extreme cases, it's just a couple centimeters deep. Oh, because it never goes. Exactly. There's hmm. no uterus for it to go to. Yeah. It kind of looks like in the huh. extreme cases, it kind of looks like a dimple. Just like a little. Exactly. What? <laughs> so that's not what this is. I don't know why this sound effect affected me so much. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. That wouldn't be amphibious? <laughs> what? Ambiguous. <laughs> No, that would not be ambiguous because it looks like... It's like they still have lips and everything. Yeah. There's just no op- like cavity. Yeah, they've got lip. Well, there is a cavity. It's just... Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. So that's an extreme case. But for most people who have this, like they have what looks like a normal vagina. And you wouldn't notice because like think about vaginas now. Like you don't... Hmm. She got distracted. How do I say this? <laughs> It's not like you can stick a finger up there and like traverse the path to find. <laughs> but I mean, if it was shallow. I mean, if it's shallow, yes. But if it's, um, it could have a little bit of depth to it. And you and said just this is usually blindly. Like around like, puberty, puberty, <laughs> puberty age when this is discovered. So now like this most one, of the times they probably wouldn't be sexually active up to. No, this one they've got like, they've got a vagina cavity. They can have anywhere. sex. Yeah, they can have sex. It's just it doesn't like lead up to a uterus and ovaries and all that. Hmm. The only reason it's u- well, typically the reason it's discovered is because puberty hits breasts grow, but there's no menstruation. No, what? <laughs> I said that way wrong. Menstroni. <laughs> there's no administration. But there's no soup. There should be menstroni. Okay. <laughs> there's no administration in her no. vagina. <laughs> exactly. There's no menstruation. So they go to the doctor to find out like, hey, my boobs are growing and I'm, you know, 16 years old and I should have already started by now what's going on with my body. And then they're like, oh, you, you don't have actually have a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And sometimes you can see the testicles from outside. So it is a, oh, I can't remember the terminology because I researched like a week ago, but it's like a hernia. Basically, it looks like a hernia. And when they go to have it checked out, they're like, oh, wait, no, this isn't a hernia. That's a testicle. So would that be like gender fluid? No. Is that when they would have like both? Gender fluid is where you identify as both. I'm trying not to use the inappropriate term. Okay. Well, here, let me, since, you, since you're on that track, let me just go ahead and put in where I had some information on this and I wasn't quite sure where to put it. So a lot of people would classify this as hermaphrodite. Yes. But that is considered a derogatory word. Right. That's so, the word I was trying not to use. Yes. And I only say it to point right. out. No, no, that, no, no. Yeah. I get it. Intersex is the correct term. Intersex. Thank you. Intersex people are individuals born with any of several variations in sex characteristics, including chromosomes, gonads, sex hormones, or genitals that, quote, don't fit the typical definition for male or female bodies. So um, both androgen insensitivity syndrome and I can't remember what it's called. Weva doce is not the five, the five something. Uh, But both of these would be considered intersex. Okay. Roughly one out of every 2000 people are intersex in some way for perspective intersex is more common than cystic fibrosis and most people have heard of cystic wow. fibrosis yeah 
So well, it's a very common thing. Having said that, there's really no need to label them either way. Nope. We're all humans. However they choose to exactly. label themselves or not. Exactly. You tell me what you want me to say and I'll say it. So, um, But I'm going to call you a cunt no matter what you identify as. <laughs> Don't be a cunt. And I won't call you one. <laughs> or Johnny. Yeah, or exactly. Johnny. Do better, Johnny. <laughs> Do better, Johnny. Um, <laughs> along those lines, though, people with 5-alpha reductus deficiency who were raised female but identify, identify as male are not transgender because in this case they identify with their biological sex. So. so if they identified as female still? I think technically that would be considered transgender. Okay. Even but though again. they were raised. But this okay. is just kind of further proof that gender is a spectrum. Right. It's confusing. It is confusing. <laughs> That's why you kind of, you worry about yourself. Right. And, and don't make assumptions exactly. about anyone else. Like I identify. Or the tooth fairy. <laughs> I identify <laughs> as female. female. guys. And that's all I have to worry about. If you don't, Cool. Tell me if I make... Just give me a heads up. Exactly. Tell me if I call you the wrong pronoun and I'll switch it up and call you what you want to be called. And I'll do better, Johnny. I'll do better, Johnny. (laughs) I am not a Johnny, okay? (laughs) So it's at this point that I would ask uh, for a drink break. Madam. do it. Shall I make something up? Yes, please. Shake, shake, shake. Why not both? Sonora. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. We're Eliza, Allison, and Carlin, and we're the hosts of Resolved Mysteries Podcast. Our podcast follows the 80s and 90s television show Unsolved Mysteries, hosted by Robert Stack. We have a love for true crime and the unsolved. If you don't remember Unsolved Mysteries, we forgive you, but you don't have to know to get into our show. If you like true crime stuff, ghost stuff, alien stuff, or just stories about weird shit like Bigfoot, this is your podcast. The stories we cover range from totally ridiculous to truly heartbreaking. We do detailed research on all of the segments that Unsolved Mysteries aired, then drink some wine and give you the latest updates on every case. We talk about stories that will leave you laughing, crying, and occasionally outraged. Resolve Mysteries podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your favorite pods. Join us and perhaps you may be able to help solve a mystery. And we're back. All right, welcome back. You guys should join Patreon and find out why Ashley's so sick to her stomach right now. (laughs) Oh, no. She learned a lot about amphibians. So, why uh, doches. Why is it so prevalent here and not elsewhere? Yes, why? Please tell us now. <laughs> <laughs> tell well, me more. Tell me more. Like, did he have a car? <laughs> well, it is found elsewhere. There are reported cases in Papua New Guinea, Turkey, and Egypt. But the reason for its prevalence is at this area is thought to be because of founder effect or bottleneck effect with the villagers being interrelated because they're geographically isolated or descending from an individual who carried this genetic mutation. That makes sense. Yeah. 5-alpha reductus deficiency was discovered or first diagnosed by Dr. Julian Imperato McGinley. Bravo. Yes. She is an endocrinologist from Cornell University. Oh, what's that? Endocrinology. Ooh, I know that one. I looked that up. Endocrinologist is a medical practitioner qualified to diagnose and treat disorders disorders of the endocrine glands and hormones. What's an endocrine gland? I looked that up too. <laughs> Funny, you should ask. Yeah, this is a point where um, Ashley protects herself because she might get sick again. Oh no. 
endocrine glands are glands of the endocrine system that secrete their product or their products hormones directly into the blood rather than through a duct. Ashley's taking off her headphones. She doesn't like the word secrete. You okay, Ashley? Ew. <laughs> You're welcome for that, by the way. Uh-huh. I don't like these words that are coming out of your mouth. Again, join Patreon. You guys are going to thoroughly enjoy her amphibian conversation. No. So, she- I don't. <laughs> So Dr. Imperato McGinley, she was the person who discovered that all of this stemmed from the enzyme deficiency, the DHT. She surmised that 12 families out of 13 in this area have at least one or more male who carries the mutation. 12 families out of every 13? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's a lot of percentage. Right? However, being carriers doesn't necessarily mean they're I all affected. Am That's so true. Stupid. I was just about to say, why is it the males? Go best friend. That's my best friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amphibians got me real screwed up right now, guys. <laughs> You're pretty. It's so pretty. <laughs> All right. So uh, on average, one out of 90 males is an affected carrier in this area. Yeah. That's a lot. It is a lot. That's more than one in 100. That's significant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm letting that go. You were both correct. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Dr. Imperato McKinley also noted that huevodoches have smaller prostates than non-affected males. What does that mean? That means that they're prostate. Okay, which don't... Which can be located... <laughs> do females have prostates? No. No, no, they do not. Why, why are you laughing so hard? Because prostates are... I, I felt smart for a second. Amphibians must... Hold on. <laughs> do females have prostates? I mean, I don't think so because we don't get our unless they examine them while they're poking at all the other crap down there once a year. But I mean, think about it. We do have two entrances down there, so you can like. Well, like think about like the area. Like if you're going yearly, I'm gonna stop talking. I mean, men get their well, prostate checked through the anus, so. But um, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if they can check it because they don't have another entrance that they can go through. Is that something that they check while? Well, when I googled this, a picture of a penis popped up and it made me giggle. While women do not have prostates, they do have a series of glands, which is one of Ashley's favorites, and ducts that at the front of the vagina called the skein glands, which are sometimes skein? referred to <laughs> as the female prostate. Okay, I'm going to stop asking questions because <laughs> it's bringing up gross words. <laughs> You <laughs> must have loved biology. No. Did you do dissections at all? I didn't make it to biology, okay? <laughs> I faked sick during dissections and hung out in the bathroom. Okay, maybe. Actually, it wasn't even dissection. It was just touching squid and octopus. Creeped me out, so I, I told the teacher I was sick. Oh, I love dissections. I told her I had female issues, and I didn't have my period yet, so I was just like, I have some female issues. Can I go to the bathroom? What grade did you take biology in? Uh, we did the squid and octopus thing in eighth grade. Okay. I didn't get mine until I was 14 and all my friends already had theirs. And I was like, guys, you just wait. When I get mine, my boobs are going to come in and I'm going <laughs> to knock all you bitches out. <laughs> With my boobs. Joke's on me. I have no idea what we're talking about. I'm going to need to put like elevator music. All right. Hold on. No, I've got ba, this. Ba, 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 da, ba, da, we're talking about dissections. No, we were talking. We were not. We're talking about uh, minus prostates. <laughs> Mine is prostates. <laughs> oh, guys. Oh, guys. Okay. Tiny prostates. Tiny prostates. You know how men have like prostates? Women have negative prostates, which <laughs> is what anchors their uterus to prevent hysteria. Because oh it's a negative space. And we have to that lobotomize it to make sure it stays clean. What? <laughs> I don't know. Carry on. Tiny prostates. All right. And go. So this observation, which was made in 1974, was picked up by this guy, Roy Baelos. 
Yep. He was the head of research at a multinational pharmaceutical company. Wow. Yeah. So he thought this was extremely interesting. And he set into progress research, which led to the development of what has become a best-selling drug, finasteride. Finasteride? Finasteride. 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 Sounds like a pesticide. Right? But no, uh, finasteride. Sounds like it has a lot of side effects. It may. I did not look up this drug, but um, it basically blocks the action of the 5-alpha reductus, which mimics the lack of DHT seen in the way of Odoches. What would this do? I don't prevent know. the penis. <laughs> no, this this is being used. This is being used on people who already have a penis. I'll take oh, two, okay. please. <laughs> prevent the penis. No, it is. I'm, I'm paying attention. I swear. I've had vodka. <laughs> I'm so happy. Okay, it's an effective way to treat benign enlargement of the prostate because ah. doches have typically have smaller prostates. So, um, as many men get older, um, enlarged prostate becomes a big issue. So, this is a um, best-selling drug to help with that issue. Cool. So, it's supposed to help stop it from yes growing. Exactly. Interesting. Really mm. cool, huh? Well, kudos, doctor. Yeah. It can also used to be uh, be used to treat male pattern baldness. I wonder if that goes hand in hand. Like, if men's prostates start growing and their hair starts falling out that's not a trait in my family that we should move on now we should uh i mean my husband is uh thinner on top so james is getting there should should they go get their prostates checked early oh they can go together (laughs) (laughs) no i'm gonna start seeing bald men on the street and be like you sir have you you seen your your doctor have you seen your doctor lately have you gotten like that Jack, can i stick my finger up <laughs> do not say that to strangers didn't i ask you earlier if you wanted me to stick my finger up your butt yes because i asked you to play the whisper game i'm not sure how we got there but yes you what did. was happening while i wasn't paying attention you were watching a child I show i said i wasn't paying attention but yeah that's my case ta-da <laughs> Want to stick our fingers up your butt? What'd you say? That's my case. Uh, I I thought I was unwinding crime for a second. My brain went there. No, that's what they say at the end. They're like, all right, that's my oh. case. No, that's my story. That's it. Yeah, that's all I've got. So pull float anatomy. It's great. If Tiffany was a science teacher, oh, we would be so fucked. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So any questions? Nope. That was interesting. Thanks. I'm confused. Okay. But I'm not real sure how to voice my confusion. I mean, we can try because when I was reading through this, it kind of. I know I say I try not to get political. And this isn't really politics. This is um, a social issue. It kind of made me think like there's a lot of talk about gender and gender identity and a lot of people on extreme sides there. But nobody ever really talks about intersex. Yeah. And like you said, it's more common than some major. Yeah. It's more common than cystic fibrosis. And even if it weren't, if my name were Tiffany and I asked you to call me Bridget, that's Johnny. Johnny? I'm not going to be asked to. No. (laughs) No. Calm down, Johnny. Um, Do better. Do better, Johnny. Uh, But if I asked to be called Bridget and people are like, "Mm, no, I'm going to call you Tiffany. be like, "Mm, you're a dick. So it's kind of like if somebody says, actually, I prefer to, I identify as a female. I'd rather be called she. And I was like, "Mm, no, he. Then be like, "Uh, you're a dick. Yeah. So that's just kind of how I felt about it. And this was. This kind of brought more, I've always felt that way. This kind of brought it more to the forefront of my mind where like, I don't understand how people don't get it. Well, and I know for a lot of people that do identify as a gender different than what they're born with, it's not necessarily a choice that that is really truly how they identify. Mm -hmm. But for these people, it is 
legitimately 100% not a choice. Yeah. Like, it is just their body. And exactly. Who the fuck cares? Precisely. So. Yeah. So, I really enjoyed it. It was fascinating. Yeah. Rebecca's being quiet. Tiffany has her power pose going, which Oh, yeah. My is, foot in the air. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's if she could have a penis. That's what she would do. Just flop it over the edge of the chair. Dear Lord. It's a really good thing that I don't have a penis because everybody would see it if I did. I would be in jail for public indecency. Oh my God, yes. Remember, friends. (laughs) Oh, remember, friends. Everyone has something that they find odd. Let us tell you why it's not. If you have any questionable topics you'd like us to discuss, you can share them with us on any of our social medias. Except for me, please don't. Links can be found on our website, theladiesestrange.com, or you can email them to us at theladiesestrange at gmail.com. Please say attention to Ashley, because... Or Tiffany. I like odd things. But you don't do any of the social media. Oh, that's right. (laughs) All right, Tiffany, take it away. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you have any... Nope, that's Rebecca's part. (laughs) And so if what you if, think we're doing a great job and you want to support the show, you can find us on Patreon and you can hear all about um, amphibians and secretion and things that make Ashley say ew. So yeah, keep it strange, lovelies. We love you. Bye, guys. Bye. Secretion. Stop. Stop.